Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We welcome you to this Thanksgiving week edition of Overreaction Monday. Along with my friend Chris Brockman, I am Rich Eisen. Good to see you over there, Chris. Good to see you, buddy. What's happening? This show, as always, brought to you by our Game Time friends. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seats. You know exactly what to expect when you arrive and what you can expect is $20 off your first purchase after you download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code OVERREACTION. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Good to see you over there, brother. Good to see you, man. How's it going? I'm going to get ready to um, sit around, watch football all Thursday. I love it. Um, And if you're listening to this after Thursday, guess what? I hope to be in a food coma so I don't have to see the Jets on Friday. So there's that. out of the coma for 9 a.m. Saturday. And then if you're right, for for noon Eastern Saturday, 9 o'clock Pacific Saturday, that's right. And then if if Michigan doesn't beat Ohio State, I'll go back into my hole. (laughs) And uh, NFL Network, uh, on Sunday morning, you'll just see an AI version of me. Nice. Hopefully they'll give it it hair. (laughs) Not to overreact. Of course not. All right. Here we go. Let's hit it. Hit it. Let's do it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. All right, Christopher, let's go. All right, Rich, here we go. I'll react to you. Right out of the gate, okay? Ten points on Sunday. Their running back is pissed. He wants to say stuff, but he's not going to say it. I saw people on Twitter calling for Mason Rudolph. The Steelers' ineptness offensively is going to cost them a playoff berth. I don't think it's going to cost them a playoff berth. I think that's an overreaction. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers at six wins entering Thanksgiving week have at least three more wins left in them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they've got. I don't. I don't got a game mean. against Cincinnati. That's going to be starting uh, Jake Browning. Probably they, better than Kenny Pickett. Right they have now. a home game against Arizona. They've got a Thursday night home game against New England. They visit Indianapolis in a game that I could possibly be calling because that's in the bucket of games for an NFL Network triple header in week number 15 that Saturday. That before a playoff spot. They've got a Saturday Cincinnati home date in week 16. They're at Seattle. They're at Baltimore. Uh, of the seven games that they have left, I think that's three. There's at least three wins, if not four, defensively. And then at some point, you know, uh, they're going to have to wake out of their slumber. And I, I don't know if Tomlin's just going to sit around and stand for it, watch something like a, a football uh, playoff season go down the drain. I don't think it's going to cost them a playoff berth. I think it's going to cost Matt Canada his gig. And I don't know if uh, Tomlin's going to have the the uh, desire um, to do it during the playing season. 
Um, but it's not going to be Kenny, Kenny Pickett losing his job and they're going to turn to Trubisky in the same way that the Jets have benched Zach Wilson to turn to Tim Boyle, which is a, a nice lump of coal to be delivered by Prime, <laughs> yeah, you know, Amazon nice. Prime nice. Uh, on Friday. So, yeah, uh, I don't think it'll cost him a playoff berth. I think that's an overreaction. Um, do you think the Ken Dorsey firing might have uh, broke the seal on other coaches being like, oh, maybe I can do this? Well, I mean, to- Tomlin has got uh, a certain way of doing things. And, you know, we yeah. had Lewis Riddick on Monday's show called it stubborn. Um, and the Jets aren't going to make a move on Nathaniel Hackett because pulling that code red on uh, Aaron Rodgers' uh, choice of offensive coordinator might not go over very well with number eight as he's trying to get back in time for this season or definitely is going to be around for next when I'm sure he wants Nathaniel Hackett in place. So there's a certain amount of stasis the Jets are undergoing right now that uh, ordinarily they might not. So I don't think the the Bills going ahead and bouncing their guy and having Josh Allen look far more efficient in the first game of Joe Brady dialing it up is going to provide any roadmap or sense of inspiration for others. Um, I'll just call this an overreaction. I think the Steelers still make the playoffs right now. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential, you know, playoff implicating action for them at Indianapolis is definitely one of them. Yeah, that one could be juicy. All right. Next, Rich, uh, Green Bay yesterday, the Chargers did it again. They went full charger and, you know, you never go mm-hmm. full charger. Got a got a case of the dropsies that didn't help either. But the Chargers should just do it. Make the coaching change ASAP. Give Kellen Moore a seven game audition. <sighs> Man, I hate calling for coaches to be fired. I know I don't want to be in that spot, but that's that's my take, not yours. Uh, I I understand, but me saying that that's not an overreaction um, would um, give my check mark to it. Um, man, that's a tough call. And you know, it was interesting that Chris Long was loath to say this on the show today um, because he doesn't know if Kellen Moore would be acceptable within that Chargers locker room. So I'll just say this. If the uh, Spanoses and Tom Telesco get a sense of that locker room, that they are tuning out their head coach and that Kellen Moore is a guy that would be listened to, um, then maybe, just maybe, that's a way to save mat- you know matters for right now. I just, I don't see the Chargers doing that. If the Chargers went ahead and kept him, after that debacle of a playoff loss last year true, and ran it back this year, then a four and six start this year is not going to cause them to do this. And the same way that we saw what the Vegas Raiders did and kind of turned their season uh, in an upward trend, uh, I heard it was such a holy heck of a mess in Vegas that they had no choice but to do it. Mark Davis had no choice but to do it. Five games decided by less than three points. They've lost all of them. The Chargers defense is definitely the, the weakest link. I'll just say this. They, they may, may just may um, do that if they get blasted on Sunday, Sunday night, night in yeah. front of the whole country. Yeah. Then it would be a six-game audition. So I'll just say right now, whether they should will be an overreaction. Um, let's talk about it next pod. But you're close. Yeah. You're sniffing around it. Yeah, the seat's really hot. Because you'd have to sit here and think, okay, give Kellen Moore an audition, see if he can do it. Right. Call the plays, bring in a new defensive coordinator, or elevate somebody, obviously, on the staff, and go for it. Because Staley's the guy who's calling the defenses. 
As we know, the team's very talented. Herbie's balling right now, but not getting a lot of help. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed what else you know who is getting all the help and he's balling? Brock Purdy. He's going to be an MVP finalist this year. I think that's a, a a tall order. And you know how I feel about it. He's your fourth son? I, yeah, he's I your fourth you son. You got right? Mahomes and Hertz are going to be two of them. Yeah, showdown Monday night. And then the question is, who's the third? Tua is probably in the mix. Mm. Lamar. You know, C.J. Stroud is on the outside. I think that that... It kind of deflated a little bit after Sunday's three uh, interceptions. An MVP finalist out of Purdy is just... I mean, it's I, been awesome the I last know, two weeks. I get it. Let's... I'll call this an overreaction for the moment. The next four weeks for San Francisco is when the rubber is going to meet the road. Two games against Seattle to yep. essentially maybe wrap the division, wrapped around... Yep. A trip to Philadelphia, that's it. And then, you know, a trip to Arizona before uh, Christmas night, Monday night, home date against Baltimore. Do it in those, you know, four games, then we may have something. You may have something. But I, I just think that there's 18 too many touchdowns, only still, five picks. I, I get it. There's still just too many voters. Number one that in passer rating. There's too many voters that just can't get the, rid of the fact that he was the last pick in the draft out of their head. Oh, and they so, think and they think he's a product of the system. I'll just call cetera, this an overreaction at the moment and think that it's entirely possible that we can revisit this in a month. Because <laughs> we'll need to see. And at some point, you know, the one part that we talked about again on Monday's show was, hey, he's looked terrific since coming out of the bye. Yep. Jacksonville and then against Tampa. He still in those two games has not had to come up with that fourth quarter comeback right. drive. To win the game. Which were the problems for him 
in the three-game losing streak going into the bye. Right. Let's see if he does it in Seattle or at on Thanksgiving at night Philadelphia. or at Philadelphia yeah. or home against Baltimore or Seattle. Then then we're that's when an MVP candidate is born to go in the same bucket as Hurts, Mahomes, Lamar. So what else you got over there? I'm just... I just want everybody to know I don't hate Brock Purdy. There you I mean, go. I you think that's I mean? you it's caping. Out, it's out there. Look at you wearing a cape. All right, Rich. Yes. Let's get into it. You had a great Jets rant. Can I call it a rant on Monday's show? Sure. It was well done. Do you think, well, I think the Jets ultimately regret acquiring Aaron Rodgers. Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. They had no choice. They had no choice. I mean, there were others they out there without no the baggage I, of this guy. I don't want to hear about Derek Carr. I don't. Why not? Because I don't want to hear about Derek Carr. Not when this guy's out there. He was in the ether the entire time. You know, he was. They they knew it. They sensed it. You had to go for it. You had to do it. And they did it. And all that hell? came along with it, though, you had to What's hire the, his guy at OC. You had to bring well, in because you're because you're going all of, in. But on you it. had to bring in ex- all of his buddies. You're not expecting his Achilles to pop in snap five. Chris. I understand, but this was a short shelf life to begin with. Their one criticism, a uh, one criticism I have, is that what if Aaron gets hurt? There was no backup plan. Well, that was, their backup plan was that Zach's going to be good enough. Because it'll just maybe be a game or two games, not the entire season. And then when they had it happen to them their entire season and they had to rework their offense on the fly and try and figure out in the first month of the season where to find a more appropriate backup when they already had Zach Wilson learning at the knee of Rodgers for those months to give it a whirl. And then just... As the trade deadline was coming up is when Zach played his best football against Kansas City, beating Philadelphia, going into Denver and winning a game against the Broncos to send them the one and four. So it was the fool's gold just at the time where the Jets might be a little desperate to go and pull the trigger on something. And then they had their shot at Dobbs, one would think, and didn't take it. But other than that, they're not regretting acquiring Aaron Rodgers. They're regretting requiring Aaron Rodgers as Achilles. You know, and and then and then having no sense of what if he's he's not available the whole season. Why would they think that? So you gotta you gotta set everything up for him. So overreaction? An overreaction, overreaction oh, okay. that they were just sitting around saying we shouldn't have done it. That's 2020 hindsight being totally crystal clear. What else? All right. I haven't agreed with very much of you said yet. I know. I don't think you're going to like this one either. <laughs> Great uh, setup. <laughs> you know whose seat is hot? It's hot in Washington. Ron Rivera. Yeah. Can't lose that game yesterday. The commander should trade for Bill Belichick right now. Hmm. He should trade for Belichick right now. What are the terms? Second. A second round pick for Bill? Yeah. Sold. If they're going to do it anyway, we heard the rumors. Florio said it. Albert, it Albert said it. In the middle of a season? Just do it right now. And then what, what, and then is there a trade deadline for coaches? No, there isn't. Do and, it right now. And so Bill then. If they're going to fire Ron anyway and, then Bill, and, and talk about bringing this guy in in the off, what are we waiting for? Well, so then Bill, this is how unworkable it is. Then Bill 
has to coach with Ron's assistants? It's Jack Del Rio as his defensive coordinator and Bienemy's his offensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm sure there's people out there that would that would So it Bill so Bill would fire them all. They'd all be on the street, all their families on the street, and then he'd get, you know, whoever is from his orbit that would come on in right now. It just doesn't that, that makes no I'm sense. I'm just talking a one for one swap. He'll keep the coaches, the families, all that. You're, you're right. I, I don't like it. But I I I I'd send it two to New England for him. But again, the whole point of this is, well, it's like, what is their plan, right? Washington? Yeah. Why would they flip Sweat and Young elsewhere at the trade deadline? Right. Because they're amassing picks, I guess. Uh, I I don't think Rivera is going to be there. Okay. I don't think he's going to be there. And I think they're going to start from scratch. Magic Johnson's going to tell someone he ain't going to be there. No, he ain't going to be there. (laughs) I don't don't think that, you know, they're going to stand pat. I just don't. I think that they're going to take a complete, total new look at everything yeah. with the way that they want to do business, you know, whatever, uh, schematically or uh, analytically. And I don't know if Ron's going to be that guy. I think they're just going to come in and burn it all down. How do you lose that game yesterday? Well, I mean, again, that they're and Tommy DeVito. How I'll do, do respect at you, home. How do you lose the game as you're you turn it over? Turned it over, and that's what's going to happen when you got a young kid like like Howell who's going to try and extend a play, and you got like Wink Martindale just blitzing the guy's head off. I mean, that's the way to do it. And sometimes you get burned, like Dak will just burn him like to a crisp. Yeah, and you got a quarterback who's young like Sam Howell. You know, he might be able to beat you, but you're going to beat him up instead. And how about this? Saquon Barkley is worth the money. He's a top notch offensive weapon in the NFL and he's going to win some games if you got a guy who can take a licking and keep on ticking as your Syracuse Orangeman <laughs> turned out to be. Yeah. But trading for Belichick right now is never going to happen. And by the way, this just has to go this way. If New England and Belichick are going to part ways, it's at the end of the season. Come on, man. He doesn't deserve to be bounced or sent anywhere in the middle of a season like he's Bruce friggin' Cotlet, Coslet, you know? <laughs> You know, like from back in the day, <laughs> you know, he's not Dick McPherson, bud. Like yeah. this is Bill friggin' I mean, Belichick. I understand. Dude. I get it. So overreaction. It's an overreaction. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It's halftime. Let's hope that you have more, uh, you know, down to earth. I have some, I have some yeah, right, okay. ones that you think I'm going to finish. We're going to finish. In the meantime, let's sell you some tickets to a sports music, comedy or theater event near you. Game time is the official overreaction Monday sponsor and we love being associated with game time views from your seats all in prices killer last minute deals best price guarantee game time pulls zero punches they let you know right up front what it's going to cost with all in pricing and game time is the perfect solution to finding tickets to satisfy everyone i really love it that they've got tickets right up to the start of the event even an hour before it starts so he's last minute you know with kids in the house and sometimes things are a little crazy you can just do some last minute Deals and it's the place to find the last minute seats. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Overreaction twenty dollars off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Create your account, redeem the code O V E R R E A C T I O N Overreaction with two R's twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Let's finish up strong. All right, second half, Fridge. Positivity, positivity in the second half. Hottest team in the NFL? Your Denver Broncos. Mr. Unlimited. Broncos country will ride into the playoffs this year. That's an overreaction, too. What? That's an overreaction. Come on. Dude, four games, four wins in a row, and then Denver is... Left for dead at one and five. And, And it's impressive. What they have done is impressive. And what Sean Payton has done is impressive. Because he did not let this team fall apart when they gave up 70, 70 points and then they lose to the Jets to go one and four. And then they've won four in a row ever since then. And what they've been able to do, what he's been able to do offensively, Cortland Sutton is back again being yep. a one receiver, yep. right? Absolutely. Jerry Judy, who is talking a ton of smack, talking about how I, I can't block for everyone. I can't like, so, you know, sometimes the play is going to be right, but then the blocking's off. Yep. Sometimes I'm open and the, and the quarterback is not throwing. Yep. Sometimes this happened. Sometimes that happened. It was, it was not a lot of, you know, his responsibility. Judy is making plays. Okay. The running game, despite the Sunday night win, it wasn't working, but it has been working. Russ is, Russ is definitely, you know, looking better. He's checking it down a lot, man. I think he's he is, making the right decision. He's making a well. He's making enough I'm moves in the backfield. Next, he's keeping sit, plays alive. Brother, Look, I'm he's also, not throwing for two hundred plus I'm a game. I'm sitting next to Kurt Warner, and he's you know again he's showing some film. There are some wide open receivers down the field that oh, Russ is not interesting. Seeing. Okay, yeah, you know, and so okay, you know, there, there's been and and you take a look at these games. There, you know, Russ hasn't had to put up thirty. He hasn't put up 35. Defense has been playing awesome. The defense has been playing since, much better. Since the 70-point debacle. You took a, take a look at Denver's upcoming schedule. Their game against Cleveland, at Houston, at the Chargers, at Detroit. They've got three games in a row on the road okay. after that one at home against Cleveland. The one against New England, I'm calling that game, is uh, is winnable. I think they, they, they can potentially beat the Chargers twice. They're yeah, at Vegas think- also. Um, and so they, they are playing much better. And the fact that they are... They haven't quit. They've got some. They did re- not quit. They, they have, It's very impressive. Yep. But winning four in a row to get back to 500 means they were climbing out of a hole. And sometimes, more often than not, you expend all that energy mm. and that will eventually tap you out. Okay. So I'm not saying the Broncos don't make the playoffs. There is a huge, as of this taping, entering Thanksgiving week, a huge five and five mosh pit in the AFC. Huge. You know, from Cincinnati to Indianapolis to Denver, you've got the Raiders sitting there at five and six as well. You know, uh, there is a lot going for Denver right now. But to sit here and say they're making the playoffs, you know, when the Steelers are also sitting there above 500 still and the and and the Browns are playing. You um, trust the Denver offense or the Pittsburgh offense down the stretch? I would go with the Denver offense down the stretch because look who's calling the plays. Do you believe in Sean Payton or do you believe in Matt Canada? Exactly. All right. So I understand that. Okay. That may be a heads up situation right there. All right. But um, there's there's a lot going on for the Broncos to sit here uh, of Thanksgiving week and say they're going to make the playoffs. That would be called an overreaction as well. All right, Rich. Have we ever had a pod where every single thing I consider well, is an overreaction? I actually think you might agree with this one. 
Wow. Remember coming into the season, it was AFC South. Well, they're one playoff team. Right. And then let's move on. Let's see. You know, NFC, AFC North. AFC get, South is going to get multiple playoff AFC teams. AFC so, No, I'm going to call it. Jaguars and Texans are making the playoffs. Well, I mean, I was about to say, what, what, what are the other multiple teams that would come out of the AFC South? I oh, mean, the Colts, the Colts could okay. go on a run. Yeah. But, but I'm saying we've been saying either or for so long oh, with I this agree. division. No, I, think, I think they're both going to make it. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think they're both playing um, football better than, you know, the other half of the conference. Yeah. And look, Jacksonville coming off the, the land basting at the hands of San Francisco last week. I wanted to see how they responded and they really whooped up on the Titans they this did. week. That was kind of big for them to get back on track. And Trevor Lawrence looked really good. Really so good. Doing Calvin, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley's Hello. back. Yeah. That was Calvin's best game since I called that game in London. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that was week five for them. Um, and that was huge. They really needed I agree. that. So. I agree. I think both of them make it. Um, and I think Jacksonville could even win in Houston this Sunday. And I know how well the Texans are playing and how well they're playing at home. I think Jacksonville well, can go and Kyler return almost, the favor. Kyler almost got them yesterday. I know. Uh, on Sunday. Yeah. So, you know, that was a, a good to finish that off. You, you know, Stroud's MVP train took a little bit of a hit. Well, with, three, with the three interceptions. I'll tell you what, and, man. I know a lot of folks are saying that the MVP train took hits because he threw interceptions. But how about the fact that he threw interceptions and bounced and, back? Right. Yeah. And he didn't go yeah. in the tubes. Well, tank, the tube. tank well, well, Jared Goff did the same thing. Yep. And if we're going to say, Hey, Goff, man, that's a, that's a leader of a playoff yeah. team right there. Yeah. If we're going to give Goff his flowers 100%, 100%. for that, you should give the rookie the, his, the same flowers. Totally for that. agree. Um, so yeah, uh, I think you're right on that one. All right. We hit. We're back. We are back. We're back. Wait, I actually, you want to go for two in a row? I man? think you're going to agree with this one too. Okay. Even if they get the number one pick in the draft, which it looks likely. The Chicago Bears. The Bears should still stick to the plan. Build around Justin Fields and DJ Moore. Um, I, I'm I'm going to disagree with that. Oh, really? Dude. You didn't like what you saw on Sunday out of, out I of Chicago? I, saw, I liked what I saw. Stick to the plan then. The plan. Trade down. Trade Accumulate down. picks. And then Acquire what? assets. And then what? And then what? Yeah, take Marvin Harrison. Okay. And then and then maybe what? you get Saquon Barkley in a trade. Okay. Or do you just take Caleb Williams? And then you 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 get some draft assets, not as many for Justin Fields, but you get draft assets for Fields. Well, I, I mean, no man, Fields, dude, dude, that is that is what you're getting when Justin it. Fields is is operating on all cylinders. That's what it looks like Sunday in Detroit. They should have won that game. I agree. He's right. He ran for a hundred yards, dude. I He's get it. throwing dimes to DJ Moore. I get it. That that's, was a beautiful throw. That's throw. your foundation. Caleb right there. Williams is a different cat. And that business of he didn't talk to the media. Well, so just, that's a red flag. Just hold on to that. Take okay, for a second. sure. I will hold on to that. Take for a second. Uh, I'm not saying this is a wrong take. I'm saying at present an overreaction. We need to, I mean, the next six weeks are important. I don't know. I bet you the bears do not know what they're doing right now. With it, they don't know. Oh, you're probably They're, you're probably right. They have no you're earthly idea right. how it's going to go, and how quickly things were put to bed last year, once the season was over. Right, and how they immediately post combine flipped that trade with Carolina. I don't think the trade's going to go down that fast. There is going to be some serious tape grinding on a ton of quarterbacks. And I think they looked at the three and said, none of the three cause us to want to pitch away Justin Fields as opposed to amassing the draft picks now. 
to do it again would be remarkable. It would be gutsy. It'd be gutsy to stick it with would field. Be gutsy yeah, it would be gutsy because they, they, they could but, still get a pretty damn good player to assist Caleb Williams. Okay. And they'd still be able to get some draft capital yeah. for fields. Like clearly flipping the draft choice that allows somebody to choose Caleb Williams would, I think, hold the beer of the Bryce Young trade. But it's not as if Fields would not net you a decent amount of draft capital. Well, you're not getting three ones, obviously. No, it's not the same. But you get a a one and a three or four for Fields? You just don't know the way everything is going to go over the next six, seven weeks. And that does matter. We can't sit here and say that for sure of Thanksgiving week. We just can't. So I'll call that an overreaction. All right. Uh, we, we talked we about Caleb Williams. Streak. Ah, we were on a good one. Let's talk about it again. Oh, well, you're going to disagree with this one then. Someone other than Caleb Williams is going to go first overall. Uh, I can't sit here and say that's an overreaction either. I, I, I'm, I, I can't say that that's an overreaction. I think it's insane. But stranger things have happened in this world. And I sat here in this studio years ago and said, there's no way Tua Tungo-Vailoa is going to be anything but the first overall pick in the draft. And Joe Burrow Came out went of ahead. Order, yeah. And at this point, Thanksgiving week, I don't know if LSU had already played Alabama yet. They probably oh, did. Question. They yeah. probably had. Like, if we looked it up, they probably had. Yeah. And you were beginning to read me, you oh, know, mock, mock drafts, drafts like yeah. Burroughs going over to it. Right, I'm like, right, get right, out right, of here. Because right, right. all I heard was how special Tua yeah. was and what he did to beat Georgia and win a national championship. And he did follow it up with a very nice year, but yep. then got hurt. Yep. And um, so stranger things have happened. You know, nobody's throwing 60 touchdown passes in college football this year because nobody also has Jamar Chase and Justin <laughs> Jefferson to throw to, which I still can't believe so it. Stupid. I mean, what's crazier? And they also that, have Clyde edwards aware too. What's what's crazier? <laughs> that or Ed Orgeron's topless uh, <laughs> advertisement for, his, for some gym equipment? I don't okay. know. Okay, so I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> It's it's the order on topless. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. But yeah. I, I I think it's nuts. I think when it all comes down to it, Caleb Williams is going to be the first overall pick in the draft. But I can't say this is out of the realm. But to say it, you know, without a doubt means you're buying into, well, he's crying in his mama's shoulder I'm, and look, he's I'm not answering. I know you're I, not I'm personally, personally not uh, buying into that. No, but, but you, are, you are echoing some of the sentiments that's that are mentioned about be, him yeah, that causes mock drafts to have him what third overall pick to the there's third to the Patriots as or a, fifth to the Giants fifth to the Giants forget like, what it. forget it I don't know now that would be Caleb Williams' dream is to wind up in New York City oh man you know as, my, my dream to have him in New England out of here but um, the sense that he's going to drop because he was soft by crying, you know, yeah. on his mother's shoulder, and then not or, talking to or the media, or soft because he won't talk to the media after losing to Whatever. UCLA. Um, as I said on Monday's show, and I'll repeat it here on the Overreaction Monday podcast: any general manager that has a chance to choose Caleb Williams 
and then does not because of the aforementioned reasons why he is so-called soft, needs to after every Caleb Williams win and their team's losses meet with the media and say, I chose someone other than Caleb Williams because I thought he was soft for crying on his mother's shoulder and not meeting with the media after losing to UCLA. Like a fantasy football punishment? Every, yes, exactly that. To wear a t-shirt every Every day. Every single press conference. Yeah. Must I'm start with, with this decision maker saying that in front of the media. You just write it down. It's the same statement they have <laughs> to read. Time. I'm oh, that person. Me. Hi. I'm that person. So, what else you got? So All right, last one, Rich. Yes, sir. And this is very important considering who we were just talking about. Look, I, I know they played twice in a Super Bowl, and Bill used to be their DC and everything. This week's Patriots Giants game is more important than any of their Super Bowl matchups. <laughs> you don't understand. This game is so important. I love when you use overreaction topics to get out something off your chest. Do you have the floor? Go for it. The important, it's, it's such an absurdity. Sunday's, That's such an absurdity. This coming Sunday, week 12, post-Thanksgiving, Patriots-Giants is the most important game in New England and New York Giant history of the matchups against each other, I'm talking about week 17 and 07 <laughs> to, the go eventual and 0. Super, to go 16 and 0, the Super Bowl the helmet catch that year. Helmet catch the Ma- rematch. Mario Manningham. Mario Manningham. And I'm on Bradshaw falling down. Like, I'm t- more important than all those games because the lo- normally it's great for the winner. <laughs> the loser of this game is in perfect position to take Caleb Williams, Drake May, or look, Marvin Harrison. It's a three-man race for the top of the draft coming next April. Too good. This is the most important game in each franchise's history. The dumbest moment in overreaction Monday history. Thank you, Tommy DeVito, for winning in week 11. Pat's now the one-game lead. Yeah, you do. for For the bottom of the draft. Oh, we just need Kyler to just win a couple more games. Kyler, I know you got it in you. I think you will. Got it in you. So oh, this is perfect. It. Loser, this is it. L- loser gets Caleb. Loser gets Caleb. Unless they sit there and go, wait oh, a minute, wait a minute. He didn't meet with the media, and we're a media market. You think Bill cares about Boston. that? We're a media market or Vrabel, whoever you know, our head coach is going to be next look year. Look at this guy. Oh my god, can't wait for Sunday. Dumbest moment in the history of this <laughs> podcast, but I respect it. I respect you, you using sir. the the uh, thank you, sir. The platform. Look. Yeah, Using sometimes. overreaction Monday real estate. It's the most important game in more franchise important, history. More important than trophies. More important than any, even the first one against the Rams. Okay. All more right. important oh, than, sure. than oh, beating Delhomie. All of them. More, more important. Get out of here. You're, you're not. What a moron. Oh, well done. <laughs> Thank Big you. finish. Big Thank finish. You. Uh, finish all right. Um, my overreaction that I predicted we would be overreacting to this week, you did not use which is, you know, magic carpet ride for Antonio Pierce is over because it no, came it's, close. It's not over. Because it came close. It's not over. Because they came close. Oh, they came they, close. They gave, they gave um, oh, uh, Miami Mitch. a ride. And Aiden O'Connell had a uh, a shot to win it at That's the right. end to tie and it. They played the really good defense. They did. Tyreek went off, but so, not enough to put points on the board. So, so, I, so. Was, I was a little off on it. I did get the general sense of who would win and lose. Yep. Um, and I forgot what yours was. I think mine was the Steelers are gonna are gonna win the North. Okay, that's over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what are you? What yeah, are we gonna okay. overreact well, well. to uh, for next week's podcast? Here we go. Here we go. After I just called for his job, uh, I think the Chargers are gonna make the playoffs. That's what we're gonna because they're gonna beat the Ravens. They're gonna beat the Ravens on Sunday night. Okay. How? How are they gonna do that? 
Well, Rich, normally in, ga- in games, that? you score points, and when you score more than okay. the other. I think uh, they just get it right. I think it's going to be a we- maybe a weird Lamar game. He's going to miss Mark Andrews not being out there. I think Herbert's going to be- go silent. Snap count is half of the, the harbor. I think Herbert shows up out here. All, all the Balmer, you know, Southern Herbie's California been, fans. Been if he can just get some guys to hold on to the football, I know. this is going to be a really high-scoring game for starters. They're going to put points on the board, and it's going to be the same thing. They're going to be down like four with two minutes to go. We'll this time they get it done. Okay. So the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. Chargers are making like five the five and six. You're going to see people just say that. Well, look, the Raiders are going to lose. They have they have you know they have games coming up. Chargers they're going to lose. In trouble, pal. They're not Colts. I mean, look, if everybody ahead of them okay. loses, All right. obviously a stretch. But I'm saying they'll be right back in the mix. Okay. of and, that five and six. And group. here's a future overreaction for Week 13. After Week 12 is all completed, two simple words: Kirk who? Oh. That's it. <laughs> Kirk who? The astronaut. We'll be in front of the country on That's Monday Night magic. Football. The Pastronaut. Is that who they, v, they have Monday the Night Game? The V. Justin Fields. And Ooh, that's fun. guess who's returning? Because at that point in time, it's go time for Justin Jefferson. Oh, Jay Jett is his back. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. going to be out there, and he's going to find him, and everything's going to be working. And, you they know, it's going to be so close chance. to beating the Broncos, man. And, and so but by the way, Jefferson's got to play. I mean, the window's going to either he returns yeah, yeah, yeah. or he's not. Right. So it's he's time. Back. I think he's going to go, and it's all going to be working. Kirk. The skull chance going, Ooh. and it'll be like they have found their quarterback of the future, and it's going to be – I'm not saying he's won't be. I'm just saying it's going to be the nonstop chatter. Kirk who? Like sign Dobbs to an We're extension. Already seen it. We're like, already seeing like it. Kirk test free agency. I, I, well, they won't do that during the season. But during the non-playing season, that will be part of the conversation. I like it. I mean, the That's quarterback hot. conversations in the uh, in the NFC North will be what we just discussed earlier. Right, right. What will the Bears right. do if right. they do, in fact, have the first overall pick? And I think they will. I think Carolina I is going to earn win. that yeah. and for Chicago. And then the other question will be, you know, uh, what about here? Because, you know, Jordan Love, I think, will cement – that he is their guy. Yeah, played really well against the Chargers. Right, yeah. and you know, Jared yeah, Goff, Goff is going to obviously yeah. maybe take the lines to the Super Bowl, according to Cooper Eisen. So against the Texans, is that Man, an overreaction? Cooper, we should get Cooper on gosh. the show to give us his overreaction of Lions a Texans Lions, Super Bowl. Texans Super Bowl. That is a my god. That is an overreaction that is, Monday that special. Is super. Hot. I'm raising him right. So is Susie, who's well in this chair well on Tuesday's edition of What the Football. Susie Schuster and Amy Trask with. Steve Mariucci, a perfect guest for Thanksgiving week, a guy who coached for the Lions on Thanksgiving. He wound up getting fired because of what happened on a Thanksgiving. He's also tight for many, many, many moons with John Madden. It's a John Madden celebration week once again for Thanksgiving. So Susie Schuster and Amy Trask for What the Football. Download it and hit the follow button for that podcast every Tuesday. This show comes out every Monday, but it is just as fresh for the rest of the week. Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. Good to see you, Chris Brockman. For Overreaction Monday, I'm Rich Eisen. Peace out.